Honey, all the wins. Yeah. Ain't no L's, I gotta get a no call to quit. Yeah. Gotta keep on moving no matter how hard it gets. Yeah. Better move out the way, cause I'm coming with harder hits. My head is as hard as a brick, but I'm harder than all it is. You better move, you might get knocked out. Well, the New York Yankees played a ball game today. I guess we can say they tried to play a ball game today. Welcome, everybody, to the Designated Spitters. And yeah, this is probably not going to be an episode. Well, I don't want to say probably, Derek. I don't think me and you are going to be jumping up and down much this episode. But how you doing, my friend? I, I'm irritable, man. I'm uh, <laughs> the, the first thing he said to me, by the way. The people who are around me in my life after a game like this, generally, I feel bad for them the next day because I'm, <laughs> I'm just in general a prick when this happens. I take it. I mean, look, you're not supposed to take it out on other people, and I don't do it intentionally. But it happens. I end up like it seeps. It's like it's like the pressure's building, and it just has to vent somewhere. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, I think people don't understand this a lot of times. Like, when you're a content creator like Derek and myself, I mean, Derek is live after every single game. I call every single game. This is kind of, this is what we do. So I think, you know, it's it's always on our mind. It has to be. So after games like this, Derek is spot on. Guys, you heard me blow up a couple of times today um, during the game. One of those was a rant that uh, we had clipped and... It's already doing it extremely well on YouTube, and, and Yankee fans are upset. And Derek, Yankee fans got every right to be upset. You know, we're obviously going to discuss injuries. We'll discuss today's ball game, guys. We'll get to your questions, please. Throw them in there. Uh, Super Chats, of course, always answered. But we'll get to as many of those questions as we can. But, Derek, I, I got to throw it your way first, man. Is there a curse on this team with Aaron Hicks? <laughs> uh, no, no disrespect there. He played good today. Probably played better than everybody today. Hustled, did everything right. Bowers, first game, people are excited to see the kid get back to the major leagues. He was doing extremely well, and he bust up in the, his kneecap on an amazing play out the gate. Hicks is in the game. It's <laughs> like, you know, flipping a coin and having it come up tails a hundred times in a row. This just doesn't happen. I mean, it's, it's like the universe is conspiring against us to feed us more Aaron Hicks. I said yesterday on my recap that it feels like we, at some point, switched into an alternate universe where the the big problem with the Yankees is that nobody can ever stay healthy and for some reason Aaron Hicks has to be on the team for it's real awful. hey I would actually root for the Yankee multiverse right now if we can get some <laughs> Lou Gehrig over here uh yeah. a couple of Andy Pettits I mean Andy Pettits from a couple of different years I'd be happy with that if we could do the steroid Roger Clemens bring him on board please somebody yeah. but <clears throat> things are not looking cute right now and you hear a lot of comments like oh the Yankees our last place, the Yankees are this, the Yankees are that. The only thing I could say about the New York Yankees today, Derek, is that the New York Yankees today were lifeless. They played with no pride, no passion, nothing at all. They just looked dead. I can't tell you how many times they left the ball on the floor today. Hicks, uh, uh, Gleyber Torres picked up a ball, dropped there his feet. He just like looked at it for a second. Yep. IKF did the same thing in center field. There was just a lot of play today where this team was like, they were at a funeral. I was like, well, everything's, the guy's gone, so let's just mourn for a while. It was uninspired for sure. I do want to give credit. Hicks did hustle he down 14-1. to 1. He didn't yeah. have to do that. I called it out on that one, by the way, too. Yeah. I, I gave him a standing ovation because he didn't have to. <laughs> I really did. I gave him a standing ovation because I'm like, hey, life. I said, they're alive. Look at this. He yeah. actually busted it. And I, as much as I beat up on Aaron Hicks, I want to root for Aaron Hicks. And in that situation... 100% I'm rooting for Aaron Hicks, so a great call on that one. Already got a few people in the chat saying last place team. I don't think it's that bad. I think there's a lot of time still left in the season. But um, when, it, when it comes to a forward a, a forward view of this club, uh, looking, looking into the forecast, what the hell is going to happen here? I, you know, I, I said on my post game, I don't have any answers because yep. – not only does everybody we try and bring in immediately start to suck or or they get hurt. It's weird. It's like it's like there's some kind of voodoo bullshit going on around this team. It, you know, I feel like uh, you know Joe Boo is in the clubhouse. You know, somebody somebody stole his rum. Somebody stole his rum. Hey bartender. Joe Boo <laughs> Joe needs, needs a refill. A refill. <laughs> Classic That's line. That's the next 
That's the next injury to Yankees going to end up getting a bat just flying, God forbid, and busting somebody's head. That's, that's the next thing that's going to happen to this team. I mean, th- th- to me, this this shouldn't be that unexpected. I mean, we, like you said, we invest our lives in this. We go live every single day. We work all off season. There's no off days when you're a, a podcaster for a competitive sports team. And we were sold. No doubt. This team is close. And yeah. and I, you know, to be fair, I felt like they were. You know, I, I feel like. I agree. I feel like last year we were pretty close. But we also uh, were told that, you know, we're counting on Donaldson. We're counting on IKF. We're counting on Hicks. And we pushed back because we, we follow this team and we understand that's no kind of strategy. Yep. And looky, looky. Now that you're relying and depending on the weaker parts of the team, you're screwed. So, like, yep. in, in football, you can hide your bad players, right? I mean, you, you don't have to throw to all the receivers that you have and, and, and you know, you can hide guys. In baseball, you can't hide people. Everybody's going to get their three at-bats. And, and right. when you're running IKF out there every day and you're running Aaron Hicks out there every day, if, if, if Donaldson was here, he'd be running out there every day and probably doing the same exact thing. I don't know that there's a solution. I think the solution exists in the past. I think the yeah. solution should have been to prepare for this ahead of time. The time to yeah. fix the roof is when the sun is shining. That's and right. unfortunately, the Yankees, um, they didn't make much of an effort to improve the offense that was dead at the end of last season. And you mentioned how depressed you felt uh, when we got on and how depressed Yankee fans feel that they're they're more sad than anything. That's, that's how I feel. I feel more sad than angry at this point because yeah. I feel like this team, they have some good talent and, and, and they, you know, they have some guys that genuinely are exciting to watch. You know, Judge and Volpe and Garrett Cole and, you know, except for today, mostly Nestor. Uh, you know, we got a great bullpen. I'm loving, you know, watching Ian Hamilton and, and guys like that. But there's just so many disappointments. You know, the fact that Cabrera doesn't hit. The fact yeah. that, that we're, we're – I was going to ask you about – I was going to ask you about Oswaldo Cabrera because I know you were very high on him, and, and we yeah. all were. Even when I was saying I don't think he should be the starting left fielder, I was also saying, but he needs to be in a lineup every day. Yeah. Uh, whether he's he's just that guy that that could be the Ben Zobris type and play everywhere. But I said it today, man. He's hitting 200, and he's been a major disappointment the first month, no doubt about it. So I'm gonna pull up his baseball savant statistics because they're not pretty. Um, what you're seeing here is a guy who the league has adjusted to. Yeah. Uh, what? Let me see. I'm gonna. Uh, and he's swinging at everything. I mean, you yeah. watch his at-bats, you're like, man, come on now. He, he's he's really, you could tell, he probably knows he's struggling and it's changing his game up a little bit. And that's a natural yeah. thing that young players do go through. So he's in the uh, 7th percent of walk percentage, the ninth percentile of expected slugging, the 10th percentile of expected batting average, 16th percentile in chase rate. Defensively, he's all in the red. Like, he's an excellent defender, which yeah. we knew. Yeah, but offensively he's taking a step back. And and one thing that I've seen is that pitchers are working him away, mm-hmm. and he's trying to drive the ball the other way, but he doesn't have that club in his bag yet. So yeah. you see in that warning track power syndrome, yeah. where you know he might connect on one and knock the shit out of it towards left center field because he's a pretty good hitter, but it comes up 15 feet short of the fence because he doesn't have that kind of tools. You know? Yeah, yeah, and that's the way it is right now. Like in my rant today. I, I kind of I went a little crazy on the idea that, and matter of fact, I'm gonna pull up a couple of our tweets today, and and I'll throw those on the screen for everybody. But one of the tweets I put out today, right here, was I don't want to hear about injuries. This team is lifeless. They all look like they are attending a funeral. It's pathetic, which we already talked about. But the reason why I bring up that this team is lifeless, and and why I I incorporated this into my rant is because I said. That you can you can you can talk about injuries and you can say that yes this injury is it's factual they're beat up they're hurt we know judges out we know all these guys are out that is a hundred percent true and anybody can sit there and go yes they, the Yankees are beat up but the play on the field that we have seen Derek there's no excuse for it there's no excuse of the lackadaisical play on this team and yeah. that is where I, I kind of flipped my shit and I said. I'm sorry if you're the field general. That goes on you. That's the way your p- bingo. The way your team plays every day on the field. Forget the players. Forget what yeah. Brian Cashman put on this team. We all know we can knock that and talk about it all day. 
But the way the team prepares is on the coaching staff and the manager. The way their heads are down in the first inning, the way they seem like they lack complete motivation is on that coaching staff. And to me, that is a major problem. You know, when you have as many injuries as the Yankees have had, you would expect guys to step up and fill those roles, and you would expect guys to be emotional and hyped up and just high energy. I just don't see the right energy out of this clubhouse. And, you know, I, I, you're on to something that definitely the the energy and the, the vibe of the team comes from the manager, but it also comes from the coaching staff. Yep. You know, we got, a, we got a hitting coach yep. who's never faced a major league pitcher in his fucking life. Bingo. Talked about he's, that today. <laughs> he's never faced – our pitching coach has never pitched against a major league hitter in his life. To me, that should be a red flag. Our it general is. manager never played or coached at the major yep. league level. Yep. You know, it, it, um, it's all it's all problems. And Derek, I gotta cut you off because I, I just I wanna I wanna bring this up about me and you because I used to get this in a chat. I, I would hear things about what you're saying and then what I'm saying. I'm kind of shocked how well aligned we are actually when it comes well, to the New York Yankees. And I think it's just based off of knowledge. To well, be I quite mean, honest with you. It's hard to watch this team and come to other conclusions. I mean, is, we're as dialed People in. Do I mean, somehow, which is which is quite shocking. But you're 100 percent right. You know, I, I think that you know we both come from a time where we watched the Yankees play a certain caliber of baseball and play a certain style of baseball. Yep. We saw a certain style of men, a certain quality to their character, where the game was never over and and, and you never gave up and you and and you hustle no matter what the score was and yep. and um, you know when guys went down, other guys stepped up you know when you lost daryl strawberry before the 98 playoffs you didn't you didn't crumple that's you right. picked it you picked him up you turned it up that's a notch right. and you know when you lost bernie for six weeks that year you, you picked him up you know guys stepped up like bubba crosby or yeah, that's right or bush or you know over the years we had guys that were ready to step step in and it meant something to wear the pinstripes and i think that just you and i having watched you know all those years we probably experienced a lot of the same things and 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 we recognize a lot of the elements that are not there now you know yeah. it's it's not always you know i notice you do this too and i do it too where we'll see somebody and we'll say that guy reminds me of x yankee from yeah of course of course and, that, and that's exactly why that's exactly why we do it and i feel like we also recognize when there's something missing, right? There's yeah. a certain feeling and it's yep. not always a tangible thing. You can't read it off a spreadsheet or an analytic Bingo. sheet. Bingo. It's something that you have to, you have to create. It's yeah. a chemistry and a, it's an experience. It's a combination of uh, confidence and class. Yeah. And, and, and the Yankees just don't have that. Now they have a bunch of uh, nincompoops from around the league that have, you know, bounced from, Team to team, Franchi Cordero. What is a backup? We got two infielders playing the outfield and yep. another infielder that just ran into a fucking wall in, in the outfield yesterday. Um, it's like, can this team do better with the depth? Can we have guys ready to step in? Yeah. It's not how 100% good. 100% true. You know, Brett but Gardner was not a top draft pick. Why can't we develop more guys like that that are just ready to step in? Well-rounded yep. players who fit the profile of the stadium who hustle. That's all yeah. we want. No doubt. And this is a tweet from you today, Derek. He said, the fact that we were ever excited about this team is embarrassing. I generally feel like <laughs> the lady who said the JFK, man, Dallas, <laughs> Dallas does think you're swell. About three <laughs> seconds before he got smoked. So Frankie and actually brought that. He tweeted below that the actual story. That's a real thing that happened. The riding through downtown. She says to him, hey, JFK, we're having a great time. The city loves you. And he's like, ding, there does. Yeah! <laughs> and, and it does it, it sums up it sums up what we're seeing today and you know it's funny because after the game end, ended today somebody said to me and actually matter of fact i think frankie to shout out frankie again frankie tweeted it he goes did i hear aaron boone just say i thought we finished well and i'm like no frankie there's no way there's no way aaron boone said this he said come it. to find out i'm gonna play it right now aaron boone said us take a listen guys you see the compete today you use that phrase a lot you guys we showed great compete yeah i thought we finished well you know like like i mean i thought we finished well and then he pauses for like 10 seconds because he's like did i say that like somebody even tweeted under it like pete either this guy is really friggin' stupid or he's terrified to say what he really wants to say and he knows he can't do it i don't Can know you imagine man, it... saying something like that i mean 
what are you really you really think fans are going to be okay with this so this is something that that? this is something i complain about on my show all the time is that um he gaslights us without knowing that new yorkers have a more finely calibrated bullshit detector than anywhere else in the world bingo we know when you are feeding us a load of crap yep and that's all that comes out of his mouth the guy's a fucking diarrhea machine out of his face and um frankly i'm just sick of it i'm sick of him chewing bubbles and looking like uh looking like he's he he doesn't know what's going on and 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 getting so lost in watching the game as a fan that he he doesn't uh make moves that are obvious and you know not communicating with his players about who's available and who's who's pitching where and what time the fucking game starts it's Uh, a shit show guys should have never fired girardi and i'm not saying girardi's the greatest manager in the world but he took he took he took a a tough a team of rookies and he they got there on toughness and yeah and want to. This yeah. team doesn't have any want to. Well, it's funny because when Aaron Boone was brought in in 2018, I said that I wanted, everybody should give him a year. Give him a year. Give him time to get under himself and go from there. But in 2018, without me knocking him, one of the things I always said, it, it's to me my favorite line that I've, ever, that I've ever said ever. I said, the Yankees expect to win, but they do not play to win. And mm. I continue to say it because this is every single year, right? Yeah. We're a World Series team. We're a World Series team. We are a World Series team, folks. Then they get on the field and you go, this isn't a Man. World Series team. I don't think so. No. I, don't think, I don't think they have that in them. And it, it, it's, the, it's what you said earlier, guys. It, it is the intangibles. It is the little things they don't have. I, I, I say a lot, the team don't have balls. I don't mean <laughs> that in a, oh, Pete, you're, you're calling them woman. No, 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 no. I mean it based off their actions. This team does not do actions of a ball club, of a legit, we're all in this together. We got each other's back. We're going to make sure the right things happen. I don't see that with this ball club. I I just don't. Since 2018 with Boone, Girardi, you're right. They had that. They were Mm -hmm. a grimy team in in, in 2017. It was like they did everything well, well enough to get there. I have this theory that teams tend to take on the collective demeanor and attitude of their manager and their yep. coaching staff. Yep. So if you look at the 90s teams, Gerard, uh, not Gerard, uh, Tory was this very steady, very cool and collected, and that was a team that was great in cool or in, in clutch moments. They were all cool, and they didn't let things bother them. Yep. Uh, you know, Girardi, he was a guy that you could tell he just wanted to win. He was not there to yeah. screw around. That's right. And he held people accountable. Yep. You know, he, he got fired because he held Gary Sanchez accountable. I think we mentioned mm-hmm. this last week. What happened to Gary Sanchez after he was gone? Career fell yep. off the map. That's right. I, I when I when I look at Boone, and I'm sorry to say this because I generally think he's a nice guy and I would love to have like a beer with him. Like I I, I get the impression like as a man, he's kind of a panty waste. And yeah. I I Well I feel don't worry, like- by the way, I, I always say this, maybe you'll agree with me. By the time you're you're gonna be able to read a book. Because I guarantee it, Aaron Boone is going to come out with a book one day saying none of this was his fault. Oh, I yeah. truly believe that. Oh, I yeah. truly believe he's going to say how handicapped he was on this team. Do you ever think Aaron Boone cares about the pinstripes? I want somebody who cares about the pinstripes. I want Jeter as GM. I want Mattingly as the Great manager. Point. And I want somebody who takes a little pride in putting on the fucking uniform. Great fucking point. And Bob, thank you so much for the super chat. Guys, we got over 300 people in here. Please do me a favor, smack the hell out that like button like your Domingo Haman and his wife is talking back oh, to him. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. All right, now, now, we're, now we're even for my JFK <laughs> thing. We gotta yes, we gotta tone go. down the like we're a little we'll, too close to the edge there. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be taken right off. You're gonna see the view is just dropping any second. Local podcasters canceled. <laughs> That's right, canceled immediately. Um, uh, let me throw let me throw this other tweet on there because this one to me actually got a laugh and this is from my friend Chris Stacy of the NYYST podcast. He said PSA to all minor leaguers in the Yankees organization: If they try to call you up, respectfully decline the offer. <laughs> Your health is at risk. That oh. is a great friggin' tweet, and it's so damn true. Oh man, that's that's terrific. Yeah, look, I feel like it's something interesting about how the guys that we trade away as our you know castaways they tend to pick it up pretty well somewhere else and then the guys we view as our top prospects tend to fail yeah. you know uh, Ronzi Contreras <laughs> ended up great. being great and then yeah. uh, 
that that kid Duran last night uh, looks, Duran. Look, yeah. looks terrific. What about and, Estrada hitting three fifty? Uh, he's looking great. I mean, somebody commented, and, and this was, a, I thought, a fantastic point. I mentioned it on my show. Someone commented that if a player goes to a team and stinks and then goes to another team and gets better, that's a pretty clear sign that it's the coaching, you know? Yeah, yeah. But if it happens multiple times, that's just further evidence that it's the coaching and coaching's a problem. Yeah, well— I don't know why they don't see this. And we have evidence of that, too. It's, it's not— well, we, we can talk about the Yankee organization, of course, but what I mean by we have evidence of that is the Baltimore Orioles. They were yeah. known for this. They're starting pitchers. Uh, Kevin Gossman, Jake Arrieta. These guys all came out and said, well, they didn't let us pitch the way we knew how to pitch. They yeah. only allowed us to do certain things. And then they went on, and Jake Arrieta was a Cy Young candidate. I think he actually made, may have won one year. Um, Kevin Gossman has been fantastic, and I think I'm actually missing another one, but... It is it is 100% true. Um, Rick, who does some very good writing on, on the website, he brought this up too, and he said, hey, you know what that kind of means, though, Pete? He goes, it does mean that our form system is doing something right, but who we're thinking is a very good player or good enough to trade, that is where the problem exists. We're letting a lot of guys go that are ball players. Yeah. And we're keeping certain guys that might fit a mold a little bit but they're not what is going to get you that victory. Jorge yeah. Mateo's doing ex extremely well. Again, Estrada's a guy we basically just handed away to the Giants. You know, I, I look at uh, at this roster. I feel like you're you're correct when you say ball players. You know, I, I don't see a lot of ball players. Like Volpe's a ball player. He is. Peraza strikes me as a ball player. Yes. But those ki those are kids. They're supposed right. to be transitioning. They're not supposed to carry you. You know, exactly. maybe well, look for them next year to carry you. Yes. But but yes. who else do they have? Like, you could maybe say that uh, IKF is kind of a ball player, but he doesn't have the tools to be a great ball Correct. player, right? Correct. You know what I mean? He's, like, a, he's a gamer, no doubt about yeah. it. He's a gamer, but he's not, yeah, like you said, he doesn't have the tools for that. But Aaron Hicks is neither. He's got no tools. He's not a, <laughs> he's not a ball Nothing player. Labor Torres has tools, not a ball player. I don't yep. think he's a Definitely ball player. Not. No, he's not. Glaber's not a ball player, not at all. Um, I'll even make, look, uh, just so anybody doesn't get mad at me for this, I'll even say, if you get mad at us for saying that about Glaber, Robinson Cano wasn't a ball player. He was just right. very, very good. Some people are very player. talented. Exactly. If you go around the Yankees roster, I think Jose Trevino, I think he's a ball player. I yeah. think Trevino's a guy that gets down and dirty, plays ball. Scott, DJ. by the way, with the super chat. My God. Yankees offense could have hit Tina Turner. Lord have mercy oh, on our souls gosh. today. We're getting killed at this one. <laughs> but um, DJ LeMayu is a ball player. Um, you look around the team and you don't have, I agree with you on, on Volpe and Peraza, no doubt about it. Hell, I'll even, I'll even go out there and say, I think Josh Donaldson's actually somewhat of a yeah. ball player. But again, his, his skills just aren't his what skills they were. his skills diminished. Exactly. Right. Not what they were. And Rizzo right now, I mean, he, you could say he's a ball player, but he's just not, he's, he's having a tough time right now. You know, he's, Rizzo we can't gotta, carry we, club. we gotta have other guys that step up. And yeah. that's where the, you know, you, a couple of years ago, Aaron Boone made this interesting comment that still sticks with me. He says, we're a great team. We're just trying to get better in the margins. The margins. These are the margins. <laughs> that's what we're seeing. IKF, Hicks, Donaldson, Franchi Cordero. These are the margins. You got to be better than this. You got to yeah. be. That's where and they should spend their money. That's where the disposable bingo. money should go. No doubt. Of course. A hundred percent. I mean, you know, and, and it's, and it's kind of comical too, because... Brian Cashman, I, I always bring this up, and I'm like, okay, so just take the Yankees at their word. Just listen to what the Yankees tell you. They, they, they open up a lot, they say a lot, but then they completely do opposite is what the Yankees do. Brian Cashman said, we got Ben Attendee for a reason, because we knew that we needed more contact in his lineup. Now, coming into the year, I'm with you. I was sitting there being very, very optimistic about this Yankee team because I assumed... One, Volpe's coming up. I think he's going to add speed, all that good stuff. Same with Oswald Peraza. They're going to add speed. It's going to be a different dynamic. But we all knew. We all sat here and said, the Yankees need an outfielder. They need to add another outfielder, whether it's Ben Attendee, whether it's uh, Yoshida, uh, whoever the hell it was that, that we were talking about during that time. Kaya Millet with a super chat says, Yankees should sign me. I can do just <laughs> as good, quote, bad. I'm right there with you, man. Um... But they needed to go out there and add somebody else. They didn't do it. 
One thing I always knock Brian Cashman on is the creativity of a trade. Mm-hmm. He's not yeah. a very creative guy at all. He's kind of, give me the checkbook, I'll sign the big name, and I'll maybe go dumpster diving for some other pieces. The Yankees right now are begging for creativity. They yeah. need somebody that's creative. They need an Omar Minaya and a Brian Sabian to go, how do we get out of this hole right now? And I'll be honest with you. You said it earlier. I, 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 I repeat it a lot, and it's, and it's very, very true. Depending on youth is never a good idea mm-hmm. to sit there and go, everything is on Volpe and Peraza. But at this point right now, I think the Yankees got to almost hope that Shaparo could provide some power. Yeah. Elijah Dunham maybe is that Brett Gardner type. People always compare he's a Gardner-Nick Swisher type. Yeah. That he's he's really a ball player, a gamer. Uh, Aaron Boone called him a ball player in spring training. The Yankees need some of those, and I don't know what the I don't know what the fix is. I, I don't know if there is a fix. I just don't. But yeah. they they gotta try something else. What is the year? What was Cano's first year again when they when they call Cano to move Wong oh, back five. to center field and so, Wong? So oh five. It was uh, the Yankees got off to an eleven to nineteen start in two thousand five. Yep. Uh, they called up Chenming Wong and Robinson Cano, and you know both of those guys were they weren't like big time prospects. No, they, they were weren't. they were guys who were kind of respected by the hardcore fans because they were following the stats and saying, "Hey, these yeah. guys perform," but they weren't like ranked in the top five. Cool. You know, Cano comes up and he struggled right away, but the Yankees just kept playing him. Joe yep. Torre, Joe Torre, I remember specifically said, "Hey, second base is yours. I don't care if yep. you go zero for fifty. We're going to keep running you out there." That That's is missing. exactly why I say that. See that quote yeah. you just said? Yeah. I, yes. I, I know that quote 100%. That is, I always say that. With these young guys, you got to tell them that. Hey, look, if you struggle, the position's yours. Just go out there and do what you've done. You can do it here. You know, I, f- I feel like, uh, you know, you talk about why we have similar views on things. I feel like we've been watching all the same shit, and, and, yeah. and it's made an impact because when you hear somebody like Joe Torre say that, you realize, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. A young player should be given an opportunity to play even if he failed. And we saw the results. He went yeah. about one for 25 or something like that. Yeah. And then he turned it up. He hit 297. Yeah, 297 as a rookie, and he, he got better from there. I, I feel like also this is a long-term issue where the Yankees are still struggling from getting too right-handed over too many years. No doubt. Because you've had to adjust on the fly, and, and you've never just had that good young left-handed bat that's a high-energy guy that just rakes, you know? I'm hoping that um you know when bowers comes back that he's he stays hot and that the reconstructed yeah. swing is real we need yeah. some magic we need we need 100%. one of those shane spencer aaron aaron small and and Chacon oh. moment we, we need something like that and and by god man as i'm using a, a jim ross uh <laughs> idea from wrestling by god we need uh <laughs> We need we need Carlos back. We need Sevy back. We need Harrison Bader back. We need these guys back to jump in immediately. And you know, somebody mentioned it today in today's chat. And Ruben, I'm gonna get to your super chat any second here. Somebody mentioned it to me. They said, Pete, do you think there's any world anywhere in the world where the Yankees just say to hell with it and they call up Jason Dominguez and say, Hey, you know, get get out there and play? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't see that as a possibility at all. If he was hitting 340, maybe he's hitting yeah. 140. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. I, I I get that he walks a lot. We already walk enough. We need we some guys need who can swing the bats. We, yeah. we need some Definitely. we need some hits. So we got two super chats on Ruben. He says, "Give Mattingly, David Kona, even Willie Randolph. I'm sick of this offense and sick of Boone's lack of management. You pull Cole with 92 pitches after easy outs with Evaldi going 113, and also two on top of that yesterday. I'm sorry. I know somebody told me he said Pete they want Johnny Breeder to end up on a on a high note." Johnny Brito threw 58 pitches. 58 Damn. friggin' pitches. What is up with that? I say it all. I think Boone gets a hard on to take guys out of games. I really well, do. I, I do. Uh, I agree with you trying to give. Like, I, 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 I understand that take. Like, I feel you. I feel you. Not the time. You know what I mean? Like, not the time. Like, Your bullpen if, needs it. They need a rest. It, if it's September and, and, and like, you know, you got a guy coming up and, and it doesn't really mean anything, sure, let him end on a – you're trying to win games here and yep. he's dealing and the bullpen is, is – you got nothing right at this, at this point after him. So Yep. Um, we have uh, another super chatty from Ruben. He says, thus offense pisses me off because, like, come on, just 
I'll play the young guys. If you're going to play anybody, I'm so tired of the Corderos, Calhouns, and Hicks. Just let the kids play. And, you know, it's just a, it's, it's just a tough situation to be in. And, you know, we all hope we have the answers and hope that, you know, the Yankees can do one or two moves and, and things are fixed immediately. But it does feel different this year. And I, I hate saying that because... Believe it or not, I try to be optimistic and I try to look at the positives and go, I do think this team's going to get better and I do think they're fine. This year just feels different to me. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know exactly what it is. I, I just, I don't have confidence. I mean, the Yankees will sit there and tell you, uh, and Michael Kay will sit there and tell you, oh, don't worry, Josh Donaldson's coming back. They're going to, you know, they need him in the lineup. I don't think he adds anything. Giancarlo yeah. Stan, they need, they definitely need Big G, but... How much do you? How much can you depend on him? I'm, you know, it's just and he's so gonna stink when he comes right back. Now. Like when he comes back, he always sucks for a month. Always, you know, it's, it's like I feel like we're we're without the real Giancarlo until minimum July, and you have to hope that in the interim, when he comes back, he doesn't pull a calf or or another hamstring or something, yeah. which at this point is always a risk with him. I think something that bothers me a lot is that. IKF has today was his 14th game starting in center field. Unbelievable! He's become he, the new center fielder. He he played center field what once or twice in spring training, and and yeah. they said we may use him out there at some yep. point. He started more like than half the games at, at yep. in center field now. Yep. That just tells me that as an organization, you don't know what you're doing. You don't exactly. know what your plan is. You don't Not have a, you don't have a real plan. You got to have a real center fielder ready to back up. Bader's yep. got a history of injuries. You got to have a real DH ready to come up when Giancarlo goes down. Chaparro's got to be your first call to, to hit as your DH. You've got to have. It's like okay, you got your front line right, and then you got your guys behind that, and they should all be ready to step in. Not yep. go take this first baseman and go put him in left field, or take this guy who's been on eighteen different teams in the last three years and stick him out there for for two weeks. Let's have guys that are ready in the minor leagues. That's what they're for. Yeah, we talked about, and and, and I'll just retouch on this one more one more time. We talked about how the Yankees like to use the AAA as kind of like a loophole thing for like their bullpen guys and stuff like right, that, right, 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 right. shuttle, rather than using it what it's meant for. It's meant for you to have guys at the ready because people get injured over the course of a 162-game season. The Yankees just ignore a century of baseball and say, well, we're just going to use 19 bullpen guys on the 40-man roster. Yeah, and, and and unfortunately, that's the Yankees. As We got a super chat here from the Bronx Calvinist. He says, why didn't we sign Andrew Benatendi? Well, I, I, don't, I personally don't believe Andrew Benatendi wanted to be here, but... no. Um, and look, that, those are guys' decisions. I know I know people say, well, money talks. Well, do you really want to overpay Andrew Benatendi a ton of money right. to come back here and beg him, you know, if he doesn't necessarily want to be here? But the Yankees right now, one game over 500. If I were to look at you right now, Derek, and said, give me your concern from a 1 to a 10, 10 being the highest, truly, going into the end of April. April's done. Yankees finished one game above 500, which is kind of amazing, to be honest. What would your What would your level of concern be? In a typical year, I'd say... Eh, four or five. They'll turn it up when the when it weather warms up. I agree. I would. Yeah. This, this year, I'm I'm closer to seven or eight. Like I'm I'm in the I'm 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 at an eight. I, yeah, I'm I'm pretty concerned. I'm at an eight, man. And you know, somebody again. You know, I, I think that is um, Joseph says he brings up how important Shane Spencer and Rick Day were to the '98 Yankees, and that is spot on. I just saw that. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. And Great point. For, first two names again that that I. Is, you know, Shaparo and Dunham are names you hear a lot about. And mm-hmm. where the Yankees are right now, I always say this, man. You got a 26-man roster at the highest level of baseball. Everybody there should be your best players you have. Yes, yes. At Everybody their position. there should 100% be your best players you have. The one thing about these Yankees right now, and I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, somebody, I don't remember saying this stuff when Boone, when, when Girardi was in charge. And, and maybe I did, and I just don't remember. I'm choosing not to remember, but I don't, I don't remember. The one thing that has been consistent year after year after year since 2018 was every year we're begging the Yankees to call certain guys up from AAA. Remember the year when they had Park in the minors and it will give yeah. Park a chance. Give, give Floriel a shot. Hicks isn't doing well. Give this guy, give that guy. Ref Snyder, all this and that. Yeah. There's always names in AAA that were like, well, this guy's not performing at all. I mean, you would expect that then to be in the New York Yankees. They'd put somebody else out there. 
Mm-hmm. The Yankees just do not do it. I, the last couple of years, I look at this team all the time and I go, this this can't be their best roster. Right. I make the joke all the time that if I'm Steinbrenner, I just pull Cashman in the room, show him the roster, and go, why am I keeping you? Where's my yeah. money going? I need you to show me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm in I'm in marketing, and if my boss called me up and said, uh, "Hey, Derek, you know, sales are down 45 percent this year. Uh, you know, w- what's going on? What's your plan to make it better? Uh, more of the same shit. You know, it's like <laughs> that's not going to cut it. Uh, so uh, Louis Soho, that's another great one. That was you know a yeah. veteran, a veteran solid Excellent. player that they went and got. Uh, you know, I feel like the reason that we don't see some of these guys is because you know they're playing above their head and the Yankees want to use them as a trade piece like they did with Park. You know, and but there's also a, there's also something to be said for letting guys who are hot get a chance. If you remember when Park first came up, he dominated for about 2 weeks. Yes. And then and then the league figured him out. And yep. sometimes all you need is a couple of weeks. I was about to say, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you know, if you, you think the if you think the league might figure somebody out, but you think they might have a couple of weeks in them, it might be worth it. And yep. you know what? I I I don't see the virtue of continuing to let some of these guys toil in the minor leagues while you give it bats to Aaron Hicks, while you give it bats to Franchi Cordero. They should not even be in the organization. Yeah, no, no, not with the Yankees. Not no. with the Yankees. If this is another team that is sitting there saying, hey, if this guy bounced back, we found somebody and cheap. Yeah. The Yankees can't be that organization. And you said it on the last show too. Brian Cashman probably needs to get on the phone. And see if there's some sort of trade that he can make. Something. You got to get time. somebody here. It's it's definitely time for that. And, you know, let's let's talk about logic for a second. And, and that is the way I think everything in life could be figured out. Common sense. It's very easy to look at stuff with a common sense point of view and go, here's what I like. Here's what I don't like. Maybe this is the best decision. Let's all go in on this. When a guy like Stanton goes down, you're saying, all right, what did we just lose? We lost a major power source. We lost that big right-handed power. Yeah. Then Aaron Judge also goes down and we go, now we, we've lost the best player on our team. Yeah. Who in the hell in the room with Cashman, these guys, are not sitting there going, hey, guys, probably the best person to have up here is Andre Shaparo. Yeah. I mean, just because every now and then, he's probably going to supplement that home run power. Yeah. I think the Yankees are trying to win in another way. They're they're trying to win on pitching and defense until these guys are back, but their their pitching and defense isn't good enough, and um, I think we're just going to suffer for that. You know, there's there's kind of a thought in in Major League Baseball that typically GMs will wait until about Memorial Day to yeah. see what you got and then make moves. I don't yeah. think we got to Memorial Day, guys. I think no. we're going to be I think we're going to be 17, 18 games back by Memorial Day if we don't get get something going now. I mean, if these if these guys, and, and that's why I asked you about that scale and chat. You guys give me give me um your opinion on that from one to ten. How concerned are you? Ten being the highest. Um, me and Derek both say around a seven or eight. Um, I'm definitely at an eight. I feel very very different about this club um this year, and I don't know where the fix is. And you know things don't get much easier for the Yankees. We're going to talk about the schedule here momentarily, but Brett with the super chat says they're not calling up certain guys because they're so unwilling to admit a mistake in DFA slash eat contracts. That that's a, that's another thing that we that we talk about a lot. I said this um, recently. I don't know if it was on our last show, but I said everybody has an ego. Everybody has an ego when they do something pretty well. They 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 know that they do it well. Other people see they do it well, and and and, and there's an ego. But when you act upon your ego or don't act on your ego, that's a problem. And one thing I got to say about Brian Cashman, Derek, I, I think if there was any other teams, a lot of teams else out there right now. Aaron Hicks would have would have been released a while ago. I don't think he would have made it through the offseason. Other I agree. teams other teams that and again, use the Yankees word, folks, they're telling you we are World Series ready. Well, if you're World Series ready, truly explain to me why this guy who is not an obvious need for this club is still on this team when everybody knows it, you guys know it, but you refuse to make a change. And again, I, you know, I, I feel like a broken record saying this, but you know that you have a record number of injuries every year. You have to figure you're going to have at least some injuries and to not be prepared with proper backups that haven't been released by three or four different teams over the last couple of years. <laughs> so you true. know, I mean, how, how many times has Calhoun been released? How many times has Franchi been released? There's a reason for that. Yeah. You know, 
I saw somebody mentioned Chili Davis and and Tim Raines and all this stuff. Yep. It's not as easy these days to get veteran no. all star caliber players right. to to be on your bench, but you got to do better than these guys. I'm sorry, who's out there? I don't know. That's not my job. I'm a fucking podcaster. Yep. That's Brian Cashman's job. My job is to comment on it, and I told him it was fucking bullshit, and he did it anyway. Yeah, no, you're you're spot on. But let me um. Let's switch on over and look at the upcoming schedule for our New York Yankees. Of course, now they head home for three games and they'll face the Guardians. Uh, my favorite manager in baseball, Tito Francona. Of course, the manager of the Guardians. They're off on Thursday. Then they play the race multiple times. They played a race for three in Florida. Then they go back home, three against the Athletics, and then four against the Rays. And then it doesn't get easier. Four yeah. against the Blue Jays. So, Derek, we, we have a hate saying it because I don't want to say it. I don't want it to happen. But we got a very real possibility of being totally underwater come mid-May. You know, I, I know you're probably not a, a Star Trek fan, but I'm a big Star Trek fan. I feel like our shields Star are down. Star Wars guy. Okay, I'm a okay, Star Wars yeah. guy. I'm a, I'm a Star Trek guy. Our shields are down, and we're taking shots from Romulans, and our warp core is is close to going offline. And systems are critical, uh, and we got Aaron Boone at the helm, the captain of the, <laughs> of the USS Bubblegum. Just crash. Just the US, go the, face down and end The it. USS Panty Waste. I don't know. Oh, God. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a tough one, man. Three against the Guardians at Yankee Stadium. Three against the Rays, who you, you know. Look, let me tell you guys the difference of the Yankees and the Rays right now. The Rays, we're in May. And let me tell you guys right now, Kevin Cash is telling that team, end these guys. Their He's message saying, go is going to be kill. Go for the kill. You don't sit back and wait. These are head-to-head matchups. These are when you get them. Yep. Beat the brakes off this team. That is yep. the goal. The goal is that we got seven games in a span of about two weeks. We need to absolutely annihilate these guys. That is the plan. Yeah, and we're going to... We have nobody coming back besides, I would assume, I think by then... Bader is the only guarantee, yeah. probably. And I wouldn't even say that's a guarantee. I mean, I, I hope, he, I hope he's back. I, do you think they're going to DL judge? I think they will because yeah, I think so. I, I, think, I they're think they're so. just going to be super cautious with their forty million dollar man. I, I don't yeah. think they're going to let him make that call. I think there's a real chance we go one and five, zero oh and six over this week. And, and oh, you mentioned God. it. You know, you know, Kevin Cash has that mentality of a competitor. He was a major league baseball player too, and yep. you know, he's got that killer instinct. Catchers, man. Yeah, it's something and, about it's something about the catchers, man. And he's he's not going to put out a punt lineup. You're not going to see a punt Never. lineup from the Rays. Never. Tito's not going to throw out a punt lineup. Nope. And those guys, you know, you think look at the edge that those guys have, the nailers. And I mean, we might think they're schmucks, but those are the guys you want. Those guys with a little bit of edge to them. I always, I always fuck. I always talk about it, man. I always talk about it. The Yankees need a villain. Yeah. The Yankees need somebody that other teams kind of see as that villain and that he, he shoves it in teams' faces. And I was hoping Carlos Rodon would be that guy. Yeah. I was hoping that um, uh, Josh Donaldson was going to be that guy when we got him. But, man, oh, man, it, it, it's tough. And you look at a team like like the Guardians. I mean, you got guys like Quan is a ball player. You yeah. got Ahmed Rosario is a ball player. And, and you're not even looking at the Jose Ramirez's, but they, they just got a team of ball players. And, and the one thing that everybody gets shocked about is you look at that team at the end of the year and they go, hmm. They're always in it. Yeah. Let me tell you why they're always in it. For the people that sit there and go, Pete, is Brian Cashman. I don't disagree with you, but it's the field general also. Tito Francona does not take bullshit. Tito yeah. Francona does not accept his team going out there and putting their head between their legs when they're down 2 nothing in the first inning and yeah. going, guys, it's over. Start lighting the candles because we're done. He doesn't, he doesn't allow that type. The New York Yankees got a lot of issues. They got a lot of problems. And, you know, we, we can... We can sit here and talk about this all day long, but again, like I said, three against the Guardians, three against the Rays, that's six. Three against the Athletics, nine, and then four there. That's 13 games. Hell, I'll even throw in the Blue Jays. That's 17 games. I can't see the Yankees playing 500 ball. No. I can't. I can't see it. We should have signed Harper and Machado. <laughs> like everybody was saying they should do. You got the money. They're sitting yeah. out there. They both want to play for you. Wouldn't Bryce Harper have been just the perfect Yankee? The guy, the guy said he'll play first base to play for the. He's like anything. He shaved. Remember? Yeah. He shaved everything when he was assigned. He was like, I want to be here, guys. Come on. Yeah. But, I I feel like that was 
you know, in life, there are these checkpoints where you make decisions, you know? The butterfly effect. And and everything changes from that point. OJ yeah. shouldn't have gone to his wife's house, house that night. You just stay home. <laughs> just keep chipping the golf balls. Stay home. Stay home, Juice. Do, do Hertz commercials. <laughs> you know? I feel I like we should have signed Bryce Harper. Yeah. Oh, I think we've, man. I think we've, I think we've, tough, uh, we've touched on a little too much. Uh, <laughs> Norman, Norman Bates should have listened to his mother. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the girls alone, Norman. Leave no house calls on the weekend, Norman. Be nice. We got a super chat here from Ruben. The Rays have six 300 average hitters and a 270 average. Yet Yankees always looking to punt and somehow always struggling to hit north of 200. Mm. I, I I don't know anymore. I mean, I'm I'm visibly upset. Uh, we're we're all obviously mad at what this Yankees uh, team is right now because. Um, we expect so much better. I, I expected so much. I expected a healthy team that, that as Aaron Hicks said, was going to have that fuck you this year Yeah. in the sense of we feel we're the best and, and we're going to play the best. Um, I don't even want, I don't even want to go into possible replacements at, you know, GM and all this because it's not going to happen. We know how Steinbrenner is not going to make no decision. You know, after, after this game, Derek, when I think it was in the ninth inning, the Yankees were mounting their comeback. <laughs> their, <laughs> their great comeback the performance. Rally. The, the rally, great rally was run. going on. Walking a run, and then Aaron Hicks came up. And I remember saying, I said, I feel like it's one of those times where Steinbrenner can really put his foot down and drop some people's jaw. Go, wow, holy shit, he did that? Or he even said that? And you just know you're going to get crickets. And it's not, you know, a lot of times it's not about firing, but yeah. it's about the presentation. The, guys, I am here. Just yeah. so your fans know, I am watching too. I am here. Just to come out and go, look, this is unacceptable. No matter how many injuries we have, we should not be this type of team. This is unacceptable. And fans, like you said earlier, you can't bullshit New Yorkers. We like accountability. Some accountability right now would be nice. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know what the solution is, man. Uh, we just got to hope hope things get better. But as Lori C. always says on my, my chat, hope isn't a strategy. Hope isn't a strategy. No, not at all. That's a, that's a, that's a great line. So, um, yeah, I know Bronx talks right there. He's the one who sent me that clip to me and Frankie. He said, Boone, um, with an unserious press conference today. Everything right now at the Yankees is unserious. Hirsch says, Hal, DFA Hicks uh, might wake up the team a little bit. Um, I, I don't even I don't even know at this point. I, I really don't. I mean, you DFA Hicks and and who's playing? I mean, who, who you know, they call up is Bader? Is that the move for Bader? I mean, they do I mean, it Calhoun might be, but here and at I, this I, point, I, don't know. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna fix this team by DFAing one person or anything like that. This is a thing True. where you need you need to fire Cashman and hope hope that whoever comes in to replace him can fix it. Can fix it. I mean. To and me, they got it. Brian Sabian is the fucking guy, yeah, man. Yeah, he's great. I mean, uh, I'm, he's... Just, I'm just sitting here looking like, and some, you know, a lot of us even talked about this. It's like, hold on a second, hold on, hold on. So, how Steinbrenner had the opportunity just to go to Brian and go, look, Brian, you're not gonna get fired. You're, you're, you don't have no contract. I think it's time that we just have an announcement that you decided to do something else, walk away in a good form. Brian Sabian comes right and is like, hey, I work for your dad. I get it. I think I, I, I have an understanding. We've got a great farm system. I, I think I think they're making an impact on the farm already. I really do. You got guys yeah. playing some different positions, kind of setting it up for the future. And man, oh man, Derek, that just would have been so so perfect. I wanted uh I'm not gonna lie, I wanted Jeter as the GM and Donnie as the manager. That that was my hope. I think I think we talked right after the season and we said that, that was yeah. that was the way we would go. Because yeah. I recognize that Jeter is an athlete that understands people. Right. Yes, and, and, no and, and, I, and I feel like he would be a great judge of, you know, who wants to be here. Do you think yeah. do you, can you put Derek Jeter as Aaron Hicks's boss and imagine oh that there God. wouldn't be accountability? He wouldn't be playing. He wouldn't be, no. playing. He wouldn't be playing. He wouldn't be on his team still. There's no, no doubt about that. And, you know, you brought up something earlier. And, and this is why when I had my back and forth with Scott Braun, even about the Yankees facial hair policy, I just simply said, you know, but there's something about being a Yankee. And Eric Kratz on that same thing said, look, a lot of players did complain about it. I was like, really? They actually, he goes, yeah, people did complain about having, not having a beard or having to shave all the time. It's annoying, you know, when you're playing ball every day. And I get it. But even he said, I would do it a hundred times over again. There is something about being a New York Yankee. And the, and you brought this up earlier. You know, maybe sometimes a manager of the Yankees should have been something with the Yankees. 
should have kind of had a little bit of that pride and that history. Of course, yeah. Joe Girardi had the World Series titles, the, the, the bringing up Jorge Posada, being his kind of mentor early on in his career, and, and, and big hits in the postseason. Aaron Boone got one damn big hit, and then yeah. he went like a moron to breach his contract, yeah. hurt his leg playing, and they dumped him. That yeah, should have been your answer right there. Don't do no business with this guy ever again. Talk about failing upwards, you know. Uh, and Tory never played for the Yankees, but he was a New Yorker. He understood the Yankees, Correct. you know. Correct. Aaron Boone, I don't know where the hell Aaron Boone's from, probably California or something, but I feel like he's a guy who's, you know, kind of laid back and just doesn't just doesn't get it and doesn't Tory took that pressure from the outside and channeled it into a yeah. fire for his team. Yeah. Yeah. Boone just he made diamonds. Just, yeah, Boone, you know, yeah, uh, my brother has a, a quote in his his high school quote was a great quote. I quote this all the time. A diamond is just a piece of coal that did well under pressure. Damn and, right. and and Damn and right. and um aside from one lucky swing off of a 58 mile an hour knuckleball that did nothing. That did nothing. He did nothing in his career. It's me when I play my son in baseball outside. He's it's just he's a, Jack Job City. He's a. I'm glad that you don't take it easy on your son. You got to no. I mean, you, you know, you no, gotta, no. you gotta wreck those hanging sliders. Damn but right. uh, you know, I, I, I just feel like Boone is the wrong type of leader for right for now. this type of team. No doubt, no question about it. No doubt about it. So, with that, guys, we're gonna wrap up this episode. We had about 400 people in here all the time. Thank you guys so much. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Be sure to. Follow Derek over at NYY Recaps. Uh, make sure you guys like this video before you leave. And I mean, Derek, uh, I'll leave it. Uh, I'll just end it right here. Um, what is your uh, last words on all this pile of garbage that we have going on right now? Uh, in in Major League, there's these two grounds cre groundskeepers that are yes. working, and they're like, and they're <laughs> still like shitty. Chuck. They're <laughs> shitty. These guys are shitty. Those are my words. Naksume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are great words. And I mean, in the I kind of want to quote uh Lou Brown here, but it, it'll 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 go too long on the it's either a leg thing or a psychological <laughs> thing or a heart attack. A heart attack. A heart attack. <laughs> we 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 need a Lou Brown or who what was his uh, what was uh Tom Berenger's guy in that movie again? Jake. Oh, Jake. Jake. Oh. Oh my uh, god, what's the last name? Oh no! We I don't. I don't know. Like this. I, I'm gonna find it because Major League is one of my favorite movies of all time. Jake. MLB, oh my god! Uh, Major League movie. Jake T Taylor. Jake Taylor. Taylor. Jake, Jake Taylor. Taylor. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Jake Taylor. The Yankees need a guy like that, and you know maybe there's there's definitely some of those guys out take there. The baseball, car. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take the bullpen car. Yes. But with that being said, guys, you know we will never come whack on a designated spinners track. Thank you guys so much. Remember to leave a five star rating. On Apple Podcast, also of course on Spotify. Until next time, guys, we are out. Adios. Talk to you guys. Before it hits the front page, NYY needs.